Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. It is being referred to as a complex terror attack in Kabul at the airport. What we have are a number of people dead. We have U.S. troops that are injured. It is unknown at the time whether or not we have dead Americans. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, the phone number, 833-468-8669. The news, the information is coming through bit by bit and piece by piece, although in the last hour it has started to make itself clearer. Major Mike Lyons joins us, retired U.S. military, West Point uh, War College, and of course, uh, he I should say War Institute, uh, and he has spent his time as a CBS News Radio military analyst Let's take us through what they're referring to as a complex military attack, not meaning high tech, just meaning complex in how it was carried out. Give us the basics. Yeah, you know, Tony, they used to call this a double tap. And what happens is the first uh, attack, the first goes off, an explosion happens, and first responders go to it. And, um, and at the second time, while they respond to that, then another attack, either from gunmen or something, then goes after those first responders. In this case, you had distance. You had uh, one attack at the gate, and then you had the other attack that took place at the hotel, which is in a different spot. But in both cases, you had reinforcing fires that uh, that added uh, more terror and more death to, to the situation. So two, really, two double taps, and they they call them coordinated because they both you know they go off at the same time. They're they're low tech, um, but they're you know high casualty, and you know given what we're seeing so far on the ground, um, you know the kind of terror attacks that, that this enemy likes to do. Uh, the video has come out. I'll share with you a bit of the audio from that video of these two bombs going off. It was one right after another, Major Lyons, and it was a massive explosion in terms of scale uh we forget exactly how competent many of these terrorists are it is being blamed on a group they're calling isis k now until the other day i had never heard of isis k i don't spend my time uh in in the region i'm trying to come up to speed as fast as everybody else but the question mm-hmm. here is who does this and the prevailing thought is this isn't something the taliban would do because they're not interested in in causing the fight, they're interested in control of Afghanistan, as opposed to an Al Qaeda, or as opposed to a, a an, an ISIS or ISIS offshoot, because their desire is to create chaos, and they don't mind a hostage situation. Right. Let's talk about ISIS K first. It's, it's short for ISIS in the Khorasan region, similar to the ISIS in the Levant region, which was the northern part of Africa. In each case, they were defeated in those other places. But they look for ungoverned spaces. They look for opportunities. They don't have big numbers. They had maybe, let's say, 1,500 to 3,000 or so. Uh, going back about three years ago in, in Afghanistan, the military had spent a lot of time rounding them up, putting them in prison. And then when the Taliban came through, they had a lot of them out of prison, so they were able to you know, kind of quickly mobilize. Um, but what they are is they are also an enemy of the Taliban, the Haqqani Network, which is responsible for the security um, at, the, at the airport right now, which is a terrorist organization. Let's be clear about that. 
Um, if ISIS-K doesn't take responsibility for this, then we have another bigger problem. That's then, okay, who did it then? Was it, was it al-Qaeda? Was it somebody in the, in the Kahani network? Because really what's going to happen now, it's forcing – the airport's fundamentally sealed. No one's going in. The only one – the only thing that's happening is people are going to be leaving the airport. And we're going to be, you know, stranding a lot of Americans and Afghans uh, in Afghanistan right now for, for you know, we don't know what their peril is going to be, but it's likely going. To, this humiliation is going to continue for weeks right now, given what's happening. Talking to Major Mike Lyons, retired U.S. military, U.S. Army. Um, he uh, spent time as CBS News Radio military analyst, our go-to guy. There is a difference between al-Qaeda and ISIS, for sure. And the argument being made by some is that al-Qaeda is doing this at the behest of the Taliban, and they just want to create chaos. You have Jackie Heinrich over at Fox News who told me point blank uh, directly as we were communicating just in the last hour uh, that the purpose of this attack was chaos and create mass casualties. Again, though, we're just want to get into this idea of who would want this. Clearly, this is something an ISIS would want and al-Qaeda may want. But if your goal is to control Afghanistan because you believe in, in, in some reason that it should be yours and yours alone, it is not necessarily the goal of, of the Taliban. So is there a thought process on who is behind this or could the Taliban have possibly been behind this? No, I, I don't believe the Taliban, it's not in their interest to, to be behind it while they're capable of it, but it also demonstrates that they don't have control of Afghanistan like they claim they do. And this ISIS-K has established caliphate regions inside of Afghanistan, mostly to the north and to the east of where Kabul is right now, smaller regions, smaller tribal areas in, in those places, which is why for the past three years the military has been concerned about them. Um, so, no, it, it's not in the Taliban's interest to do this. And, and if I'm the Taliban right now, I'm trying to help Americans get out, uh, given the fact that they've been out of power for 20 years. But this just goes, goes to show you the chaos that's created there um, and, and goes to show that um, they really they, they don't really control Afghanistan right now, which is even more uh, you know, terrifying from the perspective of any Americans that are going to be stuck because they're going to be stuck uh, once once we really pull up stakes. So I think we're going to be out of there within the next 72 hours, let's say. Now, this bombing that took place just hours ago, uh, uh, you know, depending on, uh, you know, on a Thursday, right, uh, their time, our time, we'll call it our time here on on the East Coast time, is described as a suicide bombing. This is outside the Abbey Gate at the Kabul airport. Uh, we at, at the first, the report is three Marines injured, but of course, those reports are absolutely positively gonna gonna change. You then had the bombing at the, the Baron Hotel, a second explosion, as it was called. There's the story, uh, a report of a firefight that was taking uh, place. You have a lot of people packed into a small, small area, allowing these groups to do massive amounts of damage. And when you discuss, Major, the idea that it's gonna have us out faster, that is saying that we're going to be leaving Americans behind. We're going to be creating for the United States a hostage situation. Joe Biden is looking at this in, in the, uh, it, there in, 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 amongst his national security advisors, right? He, he's in the room. Aren't they discussing with him the possi possibility of taking back Bagram, going back in, clearing this out to make sure you don't leave an American behind? Or does Biden not have the strength for this? 
I don't, I don't think he has the strength that I can tell you that I have talked to folks um, in the 75th Rangers and, and there are units that are on alert right now, ready to go. But the key number again is three days, three days in three days out. Uh, we're out in three days for us to get back in would take three days for, for us to take, Bagram Air Base, let's talk about that from a military perspective. You would need an airborne operation, drop in there under hostile conditions, uh, Brigade of the 82nd, let's say, quickly followed in uh, with planes that had been circling to land troops right away. The question is, do we have enough intel to know whether we can do that safely or not or what kind of casualties we could take? But that right now, that, that operation would take 48 to 72 hours, again, two to three days to set up and do. And the Pentagon's doing the math and saying we could take the same 72 hours and just retrograde out and then just deal with the fact that we're going to have Americans back there. I, I just don't see the administration having the strength to, to stay the course or to change the course right now to put the kind of troops that we would need to put in. We'd have to put 10 to 20,000 troops in Bagram in order to secure it and make sure that we can do those kinds of missions going forward. There's just no appetite in this administration to do that. So now let's get to what they were saying just a day or two ago. It's the biggest airlift in U.S. history. It's going amazing. No casualties at all. No one's getting hurt. We now have the possibilities of Americans killed and Marines killed, and we, uh, we hope not. We don't know yet everything coming out of the situation. You're an ally of yeah. the United States. You're an ally of the United States, Major. You're seeing yeah. this. You're the United States citizenry. You're the United States military right now. What's your posture? What's your position? No, I, well, I, I, I guarantee there's people at the 06 at the colonel and the you know general officer level that are just, you know, they don't want to say it publicly, but they're looking at a commander in chief that's failed us at this point. And if you give the military the mission to go do that, they can do that. Um, so instead of taking the three days to retro, let's take the three days, go on the offensive. There's nobody, you know, part of the, I think the failure of this whole thing is this fa failing to plan it gets slimed as we say in the military you do military operations along the way and you sit there and say okay what happens if what happens if this goes wrong if we get slimed here what does that mean what happens if, if uh, the enemy does this here it doesn't look like we prepared for any of that it looks like we're right now you know petulant children with our hands over our ears just hoping that nothing is going to happen and not thinking that we don't have the levers of power and control to influence things. And there's people in the military that will say that's just not the case. And I think that's probably their biggest frustration right now. Major Mike Lyons, CBS News Radio military analyst. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. We will, unfortunately, I'm sure I'll be catching up in the days ahead. In the days ahead, because, and I want to make sure before I let you go, I, 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 I'm seeing this right. We already knew it was possible to have a hostage situation. Seeing that the United States will not respond with force as Joe Biden said he would, going back mm -hmm. to his statement on August 20th, 2021, any attack yeah. on our forces or disruption of our operations at the airport will be met with a swift and forceful response. You're saying there's absolutely no way this president is going to do it, although we could be wrong. We hope we're wrong in many, many ways. We're about to see a hostage situation in the United States, a la Iran 1979. Right. We, we've watched this administration cavil with the, the talking point of that. And what they'll claim is, and they'll say, well, it wasn't the Taliban that did that. We said if the Taliban doesn't. So, but we're showing that we trusted the Taliban to protect the outlying regions. They've shown they can't. So that's, that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll cover it with that. We'll say, well, they didn't do it. It's another group. There's nothing we can do about it. We throw our skirts over our heads, and we just, we just try to get out there in the next 72 hours. Major Mike Lyons, uh, you can find him, M-A-J, Mike Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, Major Mike Lyons on Twitter. Feel free to follow him, sir. Always a pleasure. We'll talk more soon. I'm Tony Katz.